Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap Podcast. I'm Doug. And I'm Justin. And I'm super excited to be here. It's a good one. It's a good one. I've been really silly the last part of this whole day so far. Do you I, like, I hope this carries that? over the podcast. Do you attribute that to anything specific? Um, I don't know. I was just really silly. Usually a bad time for me during the day. I'm a morning person. Mm-hmm. So around three o'clock, I hit a, like a dip. You get that crash, day. yeah. Yeah, and usually from three to five, I'm very low energy. Okay. So it usually, you know, after dinner, I can usually pick back up and stuff like that. But boy, three o'clock is a real, especially since I get up at fucking 430 in the morning. Um, Come three o'clock. Yeah. Rag. I'm tired. Yeah. Yay. Look how awesome I am. I get up at 430 in the morning. The only reason I say that for anyone watching the stream, you kind of like flexed. Because my back hurts because I did. I get up at 430. I did a back workout this morning, so my back's a little tight. Can I be honest with you? I have for okay, cool. Lies! Bring me your lies! Only lies. (laughs) Yes, you may be honest with me. Thank you. I was waiting for the approval. I know Um, you're waiting for permission. I could tell. Thank you. No, I uh I have been severe well, I mean, I share my my Apple Watch with you. I've You share your life with me. I share my life with you. Um, and it's honored by the court of law. I share my life. It's true. Yeah. Uh, no, I've been slacking significantly in the working out department before we moved. I hurt my foot and that put me on a downward spiral and then the moving and then after them, like, it's just been something. So I don't think I've worked out since probably the last week of January, the first week of February. And today was the first day that I got back to it, and it felt awesome. I have missed it so much. I saw something pop in a day or two ago, and I was like, hey, I want to be like, fuck yes. You know, like just kind of shoot you that. But I also didn't want to come off as patronizing. No, it never was. I actually was going to tell you this in order for you to kind of kick my ass a little bit in in it. Um, So it it never comes off as patronizing. It's very, very necessary for me. yeah, and I've just been very uh again, I just it I don't know if you've this is I understand why you have been so uh religious with your working out because you had talked about early on that if you allow yourself to slip, you could see yourself really falling down a cliff. And I understand why you say that now because at the time I was like, "Come on, man, you've got the you of all people have that gumption to just like dig back in." It's really easy to slip down that cliff. It really It's really is. hard to get back on it. Really hard to get back I'm, on it. I'm finding that to be true. Yeah. Yeah, Jill's been going through a lot of those like she she hit a great streak of like 6 to 7 weeks and okay. then just shit just happened. She got off, you know, the rails for whatever reason and she's trying to get back on it and yeah. there's always a reason to wait another day. There's always a reason just to wait, Absolutely. just to wait. And the longer you wait, the worse it gets. Yeah. And, it is. That's the truth. That's a God's honest truth. And I just, I won't, I just refuse to let myself do that because I don't want to be back in that boat again. Because, because here's the thing. 
I, I've actually seen a couple. I sent this to you. There was a a, a TikTok I sent to you of this trainer oh. who basically was like, um, was amazing, you know, first off, I sent Absolutely. to Jill and Jill's like, yes. Yeah. I mean, this guy essentially summed it up as, you know, there's a spectrum of like fitness. Did you get it? Yep. What'd you get? What's your prize? <gasps> if you if you're just listening, Justin just reached up. He stood up. He came back down. I was like, "What did you get?" I go, "Did you get it?" He nodded. I said, "What did you get?" And he pulled up with a, a flame creator, and uh, I was like, "I'm only that doesn't make sure sense." Lighters as flame creators now. Lighter. That's that what was the word left me. I was just say flamethrower, but that's not what it was. He came out with a, with a lighter, and I was well, like, "It's a huh. flame creator. That's what it is now." I was sitting there. I was like, "That makes sense." I'm like, "No, it doesn't." And then he just held up a candle, and I'm like, "Now it makes sense." And then he lit the candle and put it back up. I'm like, "Okay, yeah. we're good. I get it now." I like to have ambiance um, while I uh, am recording, and the candle went out when I first lit it. So that's nice. I just thought you what were he doesn't realize is that that's a joke thing. candle that is like that fish that when people smell it, they vomit. So anytime now, we'll burn off the top again, layer. So. <laughs> Here we go. Awesome. Um, so anyway, this guy was saying there's a spectrum that you're on when it comes to fitness and his, his job as a, as a trainer is to help you to optimize your life, help you to become more optimal. And he drew this graph and he's like, at the very end of this is the fully optimized version of yourself. And he goes, let me tell you something. That version sucks. It's shit. You don't want to be here because it's miserable to be there. Right. He's like, that's, that's a world where... You, you got to seriously watch what you eat all the time and you can't have fun. You can't enjoy life. He's like, no one wants to be there. So, and he kind of like drew just a little bit area before he goes, this is where you want to be. This is where you want to try and be. He goes in every little bit helps. He's like getting better sleep, whatever that means to you. How do you get better sleep? Do you need to buy an eye mask? Like, do you, what do you need to do? All right. Just get better sleep. He goes, are you eating better? Right. Does it mean like less takeout? That's optimizing. You know, does that mean like, you know, more vegetables? That's optimizing. And he's like, fitness. He's like, are you fucking doing your workouts? Are you actually exercising? Then you're optimizing your life. You're good. Like, just keep that stuff up. There's things you can tweak right. here and there. But he's like, I've had CEOs come up to me and be like, hey, I want to I want to I want to be shredded. I want to have a six pack. And he's like, OK, cool. Yeah. So here's what we'll do. We'll get him started. And he goes, then they get they start seeing some gains and they hit that part where they're like, their life and what they want to do and their and their their goals of becoming shredded butt heads and then ultra reality that's yeah. kind of what it is yeah and then and then they go hey man you know what i'm actually i'm really good with where i am he goes i know i know that's where you'd get to i just needed you to get to that because nobody what you have to do and he's just very very funny as he's talking about this yeah. too he's, he's, like, he's, he's, he's honest the, about it yeah, because he's just basically breaking it down. He's like, the fitness world, all the stuff they want you to buy into this world of a fully optimized self. And he goes, and it's it's a miserable place to be. The people that starve themselves for like six weeks to make a shoot Boy, or have to do whatever. Nice. Yeah, like I watch movies like, God damn, those guy, that guy shredded. It's like that is a miserable existence right. to have to be there. It's yeah. ended marriages, you know, like. Well, if you even look brutal. at um Hugh Jackman having to get, if you follow his Instagram, he's getting in shape again. After he promised himself, he's like, I'll never do this again. I finally got to a point where I can let go of having to do this to my body. And then Ryan Reynolds pulled him back in. But he's allegedly eating 8,000 calories a day to bulk up. That sounds fun. It's not. <laughs> it is. That is a 
fucking chore to eat 8,000 calories and then disagree to convert that into pure muscle. Like it's, it may sound like, Oh, I can totally do that. It is the hardest fucking thing in the world. Cause if he's consuming 8,000 calories, it's gotta be good calories too. It's gotta be mostly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause it's not yeah. just like, cool, let's have a sleeve of Oreos, I'm eat you a know, pizza and then a no, 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 ice no. cream. I mean, it's going to be that for sure. Yes. But yeah, there, there will be things like that, but it's gotta be good calories that he, he's also working out in a way that his body needs those calories right. to build that. Think you know? about the opposite. Like his trainer is not going to put him on an 8,000 calories surplus. Like that's just not how that works. Like, so you're, that's how hard you're working day after day after day. So it yeah. comes with its own, you know, yeah. The gains come with uh, its own drawbacks. It's also not sustainable. No. That's not a life that, Absolutely you not. know, you want to do it. And, and I've taken that to heart because I've really sort of like hit kind of like my plateau of my weight. And I've actually come at peace with it because I've been able to enjoy my life and feel less guilty. Like the, this, I made a chocolate chip cookie cake. You know, and yep. I enjoyed it many days in a row and I didn't feel guilty about it. Didn't gain weight, didn't lose weight. I was enjoying my life. I'm having some leftover cupcakes from Natalie's birthday party a couple weeks ago. I have two each day. They're little cupcakes. I enjoy yeah. the shit out of them. Not gaining weight, not losing weight. I'm enjoying my life yeah. because throughout the day, I'm also eating good, healthy meals. Right. Breakfast and lunch have always been solid. Dinners when I kind of go off the rails a little bit. I eat a little bit more. I'm hungry, just whatever. It's just like the weight of the day kind of, you know, gains on me. But I'm able to, I'm, I, I can do that. I'm like, hey, I'm actually able to maintain. I'm still working out. Yeah. I feel good. I should be able to enjoy a chocolate chip cookie cake that I made or some mini donuts that we made over the weekend. Or it's just because I'm also, again, thinking, what are my portion sizes here? Am I right. going really hard in the paint? Or I'm like, I'm going to have two fucking cupcakes at the end of the day. You know, are you going 16 year old Doug or are you going 40 year old Doug? Right. You know, and it's just one of those things where I'm like, I can I can do this, enjoy this. And I know yeah. that I'm being OK because I'm, I'm again, lifting wise, I, I'm doing great. I've really enjoyed this. I'm coming to the end of yet another cycle. I've lost track of how many of these cycles that I've done. I'm coming to the end of a 13 week cycle God, in this you program. Have, I mean, you have to have been 10 deep at this point. Like the way you do these things. I think I did intermediate once and a half. And then I did advanced. And then I've done advanced at least, I think, four times, maybe three times. Well, I, it's a 13 week program, right? So mathematics. Yeah. Well, originally it was nine and then it bumped up to 13. Okay. So. Yeah. I've just lost track. I, at minimum, I've done at least five or six of these yeah. programs all the way through. At a minimum of nine weeks, maximum thirteen weeks when right. they upped it up. So, I just, I keep, I just keep doing it, and I enjoy them, you know. And this has been challenging. I've lowered the weight a little bit and really focused on my form this time around, nice. where I've just been really trying to do because I, I used to, it was kind of like how much can I lift? I'm like that's not what matters. It's not right. how much. It's how well can I do this? Because I want to get a good like extension, right? Slow move down, feel that contraction and back up. And I'm like, that's what's most important to me because that's why I want to build muscle, you know, and stuff like that. I'm not, I don't care how much I can lift. I don't give a fuck. That they doesn't call bother negative me. Negative reps, right? 
I guess it, probably. Okay, I thought you, know. you knew. I, I don't know. I'm just don't know. I th- I feel like that. I've heard that, but I, I just I'm not judging anybody else. But I've seen a, some some other people in the in the gym that are just like going as fast as they, as they can with like right. weight that's too much. And I'm like I I'm not <clears throat> I'm not 20 years old. Right. I, I don't I don't need that. I don't care how much I can squat. Right. I don't care how much I can deadlift. You right. Know? You're not looking to you're not looking to impress everyone at the gym. You're looking no. to you're looking to not you're not even looking to set a, a personal best. You're just looking to fucking finish your workout, go home and play with your child. Like I don't want to get hurt, right. but I want to put my body in a way that's going to get a good workout. And I've there's I had a kind of a vain moment, but the other day I was kind of going like this and I was like, holy shit, is that my back muscle? Well, yeah, buddy. And I go, I go, Jill, I don't want to be that guy, but can you check this out real quick? And she goes, Is that your shoulder blade? I go, no. And she goes, holy shit. I'm like, right? Like, I was just kind of stretching. I was like, oh, fuck. That's solid. Like, that's really good. Natalie was like, whoa, is that your bone? I'm like, it's not. Like, that's my back, you know? And that felt really good, you know? I feel like that's one of the... Go ahead. I was just like, I feel like that was, you know, uh, one of the places that I've seen just like, I felt like, oh, shit. Like, that's actually really developing. That feels really good. Yeah. I was going to say, con- uh, uh, joking aside and everything, bits aside, congratulations. Like, I'm really, Thank you. really happy that you're, it's a, it's a bigger, so anyone that has never struggled with weight probably won't understand this specific struggle. Um, not that they haven't had their own other struggles in their life, but when you've struggled with weight, <clears throat> it's a big fucking deal to be okay, to come to a place where you're like, I'm actually very comfortable with where I'm at right now. Like, as you're dropping, you've got this this goal, kind of like that guy was talking about. You're like, I have to keep going, I have to keep cutting, I have to keep dropping. It's it's it it almost becomes obsessive, and it's never enough. When I was training for the marathon, I was down to the lowest I've been since probably fucking eighth grade, and I still thought I was fat. Like I was like, I just I don't like where my body's at. And Beth was just like, you're insane because you like. You're fitting into when I was trying to figure out what shirt I should wear for the marathon, I was trying on mediums and smalls to see what fit better. That shouldn't like that's impressive. And then in in my mind, though, I'm just like, "Ah, I look fat in the small. And I'm like, so, but again, it's a big, I say this because it's a big mental hurdle to get over. And if anyone's ever struggled with this, they understand that. And so for you to finally have come to a point where you're like, you know what? I'm finally happy. I'm not going to quit, but I'm happy. That is mm-hmm. humongous and just huge congrats on that. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much. I think that's really a good point, too, because when I was in high school and I was wrestling in easily the best shape of my life, sure. I had the same thing where I was like, eh, look at you. And I'm like, I bet if I looked at a photo oh, yeah. of me then yeah. right now, I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> like, look at you. You cut son of a bitch because I didn't think I right. was, you know. I didn't think I looked like some of the other guys on my team who were just ripped and whatever. But, you know, it's that again, it's the self image of that sort of stuff like how you can fool yourself. But for me, like right now, I also just cruise past my two year mark of like going on this journey. March 2nd, like that was, you know, March 2nd, 2021. I made the decision. I'm going to start start on this. And I'm like, oh, fuck, I've been doing this for two years, you know, like just yeah, getting getting into it for for two years, you know, just and, and I'm like. Huh. I kind of just let that go by without even thinking about it. There's so much going on right now, you know? So, yeah. uh, but it's, it makes me very excited. So we're going to celebrate next year. Hell yeah. I'm going to put March. So it was March 2nd. March 2nd. 
Okay, hold on. Let me go 2024. I'm doing this. I'm I want- fucking around. March 2nd, 2024 <laughs> is a Saturday. So you and I will have the ability to get together. And this there is we go. Doug's third year of being swole. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> well, I get excited about it is I'm like, I've been doing this for two years. I'm like, where am I going to be in a year from now if I keep this up? You know, because... This is also something that is just going to compound over time. Um, you know, I think Richie, who's been on the show before and is a friend of the pod, you know, that guy is continuously working out and he showed him his progression over Absolutely. like a six, seven year period. And that guy has really, you know, really, you know, defined it. And I, I kind of look at it in that situation where it's definitely, you know, a marathon, not a sprint. And it's just continual upkeep on the body and, you know. I don't know. I'm excited for it. I like it. I like that it's become part of my lifestyle. If you've heard me talk about this before and you're like, Jesus, we get it. Well, you need to hear it again. It's important. Okay. Because my mindset, you know, is the point now where I'm like, man, I'm going on a trip in a couple weeks and I'm like, okay, the day of the flight, how early do I need to get up so I can make sure that I can get a good start on my day right. to hit my movement, you know, because I'm going to be on this plane when I get there. What am I? What am I going to do? Going to go on a walk? You know, like I'm already planning that in my head. And that week, I don't have to actually have to lift. It's a deload week, so nice. it's all walking and stuff like that. <clears throat> anyway, so it's perfect. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to find a route. I'm going to get that going and every day. I'm going to be doing that. You know, just that's that's important to me. I want to. I've hit over 500 days of at that's least awesome. yeah of at least 1170 calories burned for at this point I'm at 514 days just consistently hitting that every day and i'm like i'm not going to drop it yet i'm not ready to right. i want to keep it going you know and don't do it because the first time you drop it it just becomes easier and easier the next time i almost did over my birthday weekend i was just did like mm, I'm, I'm just relaxed i'm having a good time i'm like fucking get out it was it's easy it was easy because there wasn't a fence for loki Mm-hmm. So I had to walk her. I'm like, well, if I'm going to take her out to go pee, then we're just going to walk, you know, right. like, so I just went out and did that and, and started walking and stuff like that. But I came really close. I was dangerously close where I was like, mm, does it really matter? I'm like, come on, just get it done. I'm like, right. all right, let's do it. You know? So, yeah. And that's how you know you've crossed that new threshold is when you, you can be like, come on. Yeah. I, I've, I'm thankful for this because i used to also be in the mindset that like i couldn't lift unless i had a lifting partner i need to have someone to spot me you know like i was just i always had an excuse excuse me an excuse those are those uh, cupcakes coming up um i always i had i always had an excuse because the stuff i'm doing requires someone to spot me no right you don't need to do that just don't you have to again i'm not lifting that hard and also get on a fucking machine there's lots of machines that can imitate that stuff that you'll get a good workout on that you don't need a spotter for absolutely fucking do it and i'm very very pleased so yeah anyway i i'm i'm looking forward to you i know you've had a lot going on too i'm sure that's contributed to you and everything like that and now you're getting settled and i'm looking forward to you summoning that energy summoning that chi and you know letting it let it loose baby what i'm most excited about i think is the the gym that i have found um actually has that's near us has a, a pool uh, that's open in the morning. Nice. And when I, I, I think I've told you before, when I was training for the, the marathon, I know I sound like a broken record. Um, no. When I was training, one my non-running days that I needed to do some sort of an alternate form of uh, cardio 
was running. I was uh, swimming because it was easy on the joints. It still gave you a full body workout. And it was like, it was just kind of top to bottom. It was great for respiratory. And I really got into swimming uh, during that period. And I have, I've swum most of my life, but like that really got me back into it. And I've ever since I was like, I just don't have access to like a lap pool. And I joined this gym here and it's got a pool and I'm, I'm so fucking excited. It's a 15 minute walk from my house. I'm so excited, you know? So I go over there, I'm going to do a 30 minute hit hurt and then a 30 minute swim. And that'll be my morning. What a great, what a great morning. Absolutely. Yeah. The gym that I go to has a bunch of bags. And every time I'm there, I'm like, man, Justin would love it here. He'd be That's going to the town. One thing this gym does not have. And I, I, I need to get a bag for my house is what I need to get. So I can just go yeah. downstairs and, and just go to town because that yeah. truly, that might be my favorite all time workout is I just, there's something about it, man. I just connect with that. I would love to be able to hit the bag. I saw another video today that I'm going to share with you where it was, it was a guy who was like videoing himself running. Mm-hmm. And he, uh, the only part that was obnoxious was he obviously had a drone, so he's on a jog. And because I'm like, w- w- you're not holding a camera, right? And this thing is just smoothly. I'm like, you've got a fucking drone, you, you piece of shit. Um, <laughs> but this guy was jogging, and he was he's a bigger guy. He's like, you know, a lot of you are saying that you know cardio's the you know the worst way to lose weight. You say, you know, you're all telling me that I you know that lifting is the best way because it increases, you know, heart rate and muscle and stuff like that. He goes, that's true. He's like, but I want to run. I like running. Running is my thing. Right. I want to run a marathon at some point in time and I want to train. And this is kind of what what gets me going. And then it cuts to a trainer who's like, everything he said was right. Like, yeah, lifting weights is technically the best way to do it. He goes, but he goes, I fucking hate running. I can't stand it. Yeah. He goes, I would rather, I forget what he compared it to. He's like, I'd rather, he goes, I'd rather floss my teeth with a stranger's pubes no. than go out and jog. <laughs> He's like, that's how much I hate it. He yeah. goes, but you put a ball in front of me? He goes, soccer ball, tennis ball, whatever it is, cricket ball. He goes, he goes, I'm like a goddamn terrier. He goes, I'll go running after it. And he talked about how he just recently picked up pickleball. He goes, I it's a dumb reverse. Fucking bad, man. I want to try that so bad. He goes, it's a dumber version of tennis. He goes, yeah. but my wife and I fucking love it. He goes, I get more time spending with her. I'm hanging out with friends. He goes, and I'm moving more than I have in the, in the past three months than I have in probably the last three years. And he goes, and I'm, I'm feeling better fitness wise. Yeah. He goes, so the moral of the story is find something you like to do and fucking do it. And just do don't it. care. If, yeah. don't, ignore the science. Just enjoy it. Be physical. Have fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's why Beth just when we were in our apartment, the gym there had a Peloton and she fell in love with that. And for whatever reason, that worked for her and she started losing weight on like it's it's just finding that thing, whatever it may be for you. And that's why I say this whole one one size of the influencers and everyone who's like, here. (laughs) Justin just hit something. Uh Uh-oh. So here's what happened. I'm going to narrate what happened. Justin was about to make a very poignant point. He's going to talk about specific uh, people who look a certain way. And he was going to really just talk about why they're bad. But fortunately for him, he hit something on his microphone and the audio just went out. And so we don't really get to know what he's going to say, but you know what? We can guess. And I will leave that guessing to you in the comments down below. What do you think Justin was about to say? And who do you think he was going to disparage? You tell me. I hate you so much. 
Did you hear who I was talking about? The people I was talking about? Nope. I hate you so much is what I was saying to to them. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's cool. <clears throat> anyway, the influencers, the people who talk about there's one way to do it. That's bullshit to what you were saying. And very similar to kind of bring it back around full circle. This this guy, the trainer that you were talking about, the TikTok you sent me. Just find something you love. Just do it. Optimize your life to the point where you're happy and then just ride that. Just be good. Yeah. Because anything else is just you're fooling yourself and it's never going to be sustainable ever. Yeah. You're going to fail. It's like it's like most things. If you don't enjoy doing it, right. it's extra energy that you take to get yourself motivated and pumped up to go and do it. So I like lifting weights. That is my jam. I love to do that. So the fact that I was able to get back on that because I was like, I'm, I like walking too. Walking's great. Uh, but I don't really like running, to be honest with you. Although recently, the last over a year or so, I've done it here and there. You've been getting and, into you know, it more. You've been telling you know, it's just yeah. my body hurts more. Like my knees hurt, my it. hips hurt. So like I don't, if I'm not feeling it, I really listen to my body because I'm like, if I don't, I'm going to, I won't be able to work out. Mm -hmm. So I got to really make sure I listen to that. Whereas if I was 20 years old, I'd be like, fuck it, just run through the pain. It's like, right. no, that's dumb. Don't do that. No pain, um, no gain. No. Yeah. I would really love to wrestle um again but oh man that's just gonna lead to fucking injuries i just know it and it's like what's why I, what a great workout but i'm like i will no, undoubtedly get fucking hurt i know i would you and i and would be a nightmare you and i should gingerly wrestle? spar <laughs> i'm just saying yeah. like wrestle just very lightly like old man wrestling and just very yeah. lightly not anything heavy, not anything crazy, but the next time we're together, we should just, we should roll for a little bit and just see how yeah. it feels, you know? Yeah. You could show I, me some I, things, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you could too. You know Kung Fu, right? <laughs> I know Kung Fu. <laughs> I wish I had a sound drop for that. I know, right? The, the just ready to go. I, like, I know Kung Fu. Yeah, that, that were, same movie. Same movie, so, yeah. Right? <laughs> oh man, yeah. I uh yeah, I um I would love, love, love. I just realized my phone now just has the notification. Doug's third year of being swole. Thank you. That's You're welcome. Now. Um no, I, I would love to wrestle again. I think that was uh that was the most fun I had, the best workout that I had, and yeah, I just no doubt I get fucking hurt i know it blow out a knee something would happen it'd be like and for what outside you have to do this yeah outside of the marathon the the other point where i was at my my trimmest was when i was doing mma stuff like yeah which which included a lot of wrestling jujitsu like that kind of yeah. it's just that is such an incredible incredible workout full body yeah. and you're just drenched in sweat working every muscle you got it's, cardio it's muscle it's a full package yeah yeah it's like it's like swimming except swimming's much safer Unless you can't swim, in that case, which case you're fucking dead. You know? I yeah, I wrestle swim all the time. That's the way to do it. Now we're now we're talking, right? You know, it's just like it's. I put it. Take down. Throat. He's dead, sir. Right. <laughs> Two points. No, he's dead. You win. Cool. You win. I, I win by default. TKO. There we go. Yeah. Amelia says pickleball is something that's available at the gym. He's uh, going to soon, and his mom is super excited to play. That's well, awesome. Very good. I love that. Is it going to be, really are you guys going to play in a, uh, like a mother son tournament? Cause that'd be pretty badass. 
Are you going to play with your family? Does it be like, you know, you and your wife versus your mom and dad? Ooh, uh-huh. that's going to make Christmas real awkward. Also, is there trash talking? When you p- compete with your family, do you trash? Just do you trash talk when you do anything competitive with your family? Uh, I would say light ribbing more than trash talking. Okay. Give me an All example right. of a light ribbing. Um, it, it's specific. It's, it's, it, it's, okay. uh, you and dad, you and you and your dad are having a, a foot race. Well, I win that because. Well, what are you saying as you're beating him? Like, what are you saying? See ya guy. At the finish line. Does he have a response? Does he he have a pithy response for you? He's like, fuck you, Justin. (laughs) Hey, remember that time I caught you fucking that pumpkin? You know? (laughs) He he just goes, I've seen the paper towels! (laughs) Those pumpkin seeds were ruined! That stops him cracks and usually where he wins. (laughs) You're like, what? He's like, yeah, fuck you. And then he runs past you. Just right by me, yeah. Dr. Apocalypse, hello. Welcome back. Glad you're here. Uh, Emilio says, uh, internal family competitions. I love it. Always trash talking. Now, are you talking like hard trash talk? Or are we talking like just saying like polite ribbing? Or are you just like, you, you use this as a tactic to get in their heads, you know, because that's a bold, that's a bold right. strategy even for your family. <laughs> oh, that's like Dr. Apocalypse says you were in MMA. You look like you have the body type for that. Hey. Well, hey. All right. Thank you, Dr. Apocalypse. Yeah. No, hard trash talk, passive aggressive comments, <laughs> direct comments. Direct comments. You get them all, baby. Right? <laughs> hey, man. That's amazing. You suck. <laughs> oh my god. No, That's usually amazing. the uh the tra- there's the there's this inside joke within uh my wife's side of the family where um you'll you'll say the person and then what they're saying. So like if for example, Beth, let's say Beth says a uh, she's she says some joke or she tries to rib someone, and then you just like, oh, Beth, I got jokes, and so like you'll like you you say the name and then like something in turn taking the piss out of them, and so a lot of the time on that side of the family, that's usually the uh, the patter that that develops or the pattern. I love that. Yeah, that's a nice little thing where it's like mm, I'm Justin. I'm exactly. Really fast, yeah. You know. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Oh, Joy Cookwell. Yeah. Yeah, Joey. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, that's that's very funny. I had a very funny moment today with Jill where I I felt like I was piling on her, but because we've known each other for twenty years, right. she understands that I'm just yes anding her in my own fucked up, stupid way. Give me and give um, me an example. What's going on here? So I can't remember the first part, but the second part, she was talking about. Uh, she came and told, I remember now. She told me a story about. Um, about something something that happened. God damn it, what was it? It was um she came in and just like said something in 30 seconds. Just said this, everything, and blah blah blah. And I just go, wow, that was and she just stopped and she goes, and that's all. And I go, and this has been the so-and-so hour with Jill giving you all the updates on yada yada yada. And she was like, Ugh. and then all I heard her say was, um, context you did not have i go okay yoda wise one she is she, she was doing something and then there was like a slight pause i was about to say you know it sounds like i'm ripping on you but what i'm really doing is celebrating you in your own way but i saw her like shoulders shaking and i started laughing i'm like what are you what are you laughing at she goes i don't know what the fuck you're talking about i'm like what do you mean she goes i said 
you didn't have wait that's the context you didn't have i go oh i didn't hear that part i just heard mm, context you didn't have and she goes and she goes what the fuck like we were just like we had this miscommunication yes but i heard context you didn't have i'm like okay yoda you know beautiful <laughs> a little wise one i love that you yeah. know but then i laughed at her if you know someone 20 years does that actually yeah. fly yeah and she just goes, I know. I go, thank you for putting up with me because I'm really just building on what you're saying. I'm honoring it in my own weird way. If you don't know me, it sounds like I'm making fun of you. I'm yeah. not. Like sometimes Jill will talk very fast and it just sounds like some sort of onomatopoeia for like a sound effect. And I will just repeat that back to her. And she says something like she's saying, trying to say something like do you or whatever, but it came out as pew. So I went pew right back at her and she just started laughing because she's like that's exactly what that sounded like and it sounds like I'm making fun of her but I'm just like hey that made a noise I'm gonna repeat that noise to you and she's like oh my god you know but we enjoyed it. it comes from a place of love you know that's what it is so yeah yeah anyway Amelia says for example we don't play cards against humanity with my mom she's too good at it I would I would love to play cards against humanity with my mom and just see how uncomfortable I could make her because she would hate that game. That would be, oh my god! I would. That'd be pay, content worthy. I would pay good money, good yeah. money to see that. Oh my god! Because especially the stuff that she, the, the jokes she probably wouldn't get. She's like, "What's smegma?" I'm like, "Well, mom, <laughs> let me tell you. Let me tell you what smegma is. You know, it's gonna be great. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Mom, uh, ask dad what smegma is. And I'm. Oh, he doesn't know. Well, he might. He might based on his past experiences. Who knows? <laughs> Well, your know. dad, your dad coached high school. I'm just saying. Uh, he coached college, so he definitely oh, sorry, knows he what it is. Oh, sorry, he coached college. Yeah, they, yeah. He did better. do high school as well. <laughs> Goblin says molten hot smegma. <laughs> hold on, let me do something better for this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Let's, let's get, let's get the, let's get the good stuff. Here. I mean, it's on already. I don't know if we're hearing it. Molten hot smegma. Say, mom. That's molten hot smegma. Hey, mom. That's molten hot smegma. And I want someone to clip that. <laughs> and there's our new clip. There we go. There's our new audio drop. Mom, it's yeah, molten hot smegma and cave fart. Yep. There you go. You figure it out based on those context clues. <laughs> Speaking of molten hot smegma, Doug, tell me about the WWE. Yeah. You know what? Thank you for getting me there. Um, so, do y'all like the WWE? What are you, stupid or something? Uh, just, sorry, just picking fights. No. no, I, I, I don't care. I'm indifferent. I just, I, I grew up in high school where people were like, I'm like, hey man, you want to hang out? It's Monday night. They're like, no man, Monday night, night is raw. Yeah, I'm like. Oh my god, it's Monday Night Raw! And they would just be so excited about it. I'm like, all right, okay, whatever. Well, anyway, there's some I'd news like that came out. Distinction real quick. Sure. And I, I don't remember if we've talked about this on the show before, but to those who say that wrestling is fake, I would like to make the distinction that it is scripted, not fake. I think that's an important distinction. These these are true athletes who are hurling themselves across the ring, off 12-foot ladders. They're slamming each other into the ring. That's not fake. It is scripted. The 
uh, athleticism that's being displayed is very real, not fake. The I athleticism, the acrobatics, very yes. real. The punches are not. They're the scripted. kicks are not. Wait, wait, dude, time out. Have you, when you're coming across someone's chest, they're actually hitting them. Like the punches to the face, no. You're getting a forearm on that. But it's across the chest, yes. So I will, I will hardcore. I'm not a huge fan of the WWE, but I will, I will go to the mat, as they say, to to argue that it's not fake, it's scripted. And I think there's a big I think there's a big distinction there. Anyway, continue. Listen, tomato, semantics, whatever. It is what it is. Uh, that Mankind versus Undertaker cage fight was crazy. Well, yeah, he did. Okay, listen. There See? are some real elements, right? There are some real elements. But the intent of like, all right, this guy just entered the ring with this guy. They're now going to fight, you know? Oh, that's scripted. But the stuff they're doing is real. It's not. It's a movie. It's a movie set. That's exactly what it is. You're watching a real-time film being made. Exactly. It's yes. scripted. These are stuntmen who are have choreographed moves, scripted moves, and they're doing it. It's stunt stuff, you know, some of it there is contact and everything like that, right? Because you got to try and make it look good. So, yeah, it's it's scripted. You're you correct. Know? It's not fake. It's scripted. That's right. Bring! <laughs> the more you know. The more you know. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, WWE is in talks with state gambling regulators to legalize betting on scripted match results. This is interesting. Yes. So essentially the long and short of this is that um, WWE is working with regulators to legalize betting on scripted match results. So they're actually working with Ernst & Young which if you're not too familiar with, they, I mean, if you watch the Oscars. Hey, by the these, way, happy Oscar week yeah. previously. Yeah. Congrats to everything everywhere at once. Well done. Well Appreciate deserved. you. I still anyway, need to see it. Yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I love it. We said this and Dr. Yep. Apocalypse goes, that's going to be easily rigged. We'll get to that. <laughs> Doc Apoc, you beat us there. Well, hold on, Doc Apoc. Let's take him, but let's put a pin in that because they're partnering with Ernst and Young. You know who? You know what they do? They lock down those results for the Oscars so that nobody knows what those are. You so, give us those results in a briefcase, and we'll lock them down, brother. We won't let anyone see them. We're gonna keep that tighter than a coal miner's ass. You better watch yourself, or I'll I'll get you. Was that a guy? I don't know. That's it. Yep. I saw a great clip of a guy who apparently his whole job in the WWE was trying to make other uh, other character like people break character, and his favorite thing was with John Cena, and he was playing this guy. He had like a unibrow, and he was like, he's a Hispanic guy, and he goes, uh, "Listen here, J uh, John Cena, I'm gonna shut your mouth." And he said, "John Cena," and John, yeah. he watched him just try to keep it together, <laughs> but he couldn't. He just I made love it. the fact that he was the, he was the uh, trying to be the clown of the. I love that. That's fucking great. Yeah, it was fantastic. It was a yeah. wonderful moment where John was like, "God damn it, you God motherfucker!" Um, yeah, but anyway, so they're partnering with Erston Young. So they are uh, this is an organization that also works with the Oscars, where the winners are determined. Erston Young basically guards this shit. Nobody knows what it is. It's under lock right. and key. It's it's so their goal is to secure those results so it won't be released to the public. And apparently the WWE creative exe uh, executives don't plan to inform wrestlers who will win until hours before a match to help prevent any sort of insider trading. 
Um, and then they also aim to have major sports betting companies offer bets on high-profile matches. So the goal would be something to have, like, and I don't know, I'm not into this stuff too much, but I guess there's, like, a Royal Rumble. And then, like, six months later, there's WrestleMania. So what they're saying is, like, after Royal Rumble is over, then they will open up the market to be like, okay, based on what you saw at the Royal Rumble and the matchups that are going to take place, go ahead and place your bets on who you think is going to win. Who's going to get the belt, basically. Who's going to win, right? Yeah. So interesting premise, right? It's very interesting premise, the idea that people could do this. But as Dr. Apocalypse already pointed out in the chat, um, I think... It's one thing with the Oscars because that stuff's not scripted, right? Votes are cast by white men and supposedly the best stuff wins. And they those votes are sent in and then they're tabulated by the Ernst and Young folks and it's protected. So like there is there, the there's, there's really of Ernst and Young. The accounting firm makes sure that no, there's no interference. This has a creative team behind it. Right. So the creative team is like, there's people that are writing this and everything like that. And I don't know the details on like when betting could close. Cause you know, I, I don't know how this stuff works. I'd also don't gamble. So there's right. two leading authorities here on how this would possibly work. <laughs> but I would have to assume you'd have to close the window down to a point where maybe the day of or something like that, like I would the assume day before bets would, be, bets would be open until, well, it, I guess it depends. Like bets could, in theory, bets could be open until the actual match starts or until the event starts. Cause a lot of times like on DraftKings and things like that, you can place up until kickoff, you can place your bets. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe but that's maybe different. I'm, that's a real sport. It's not scripted. I allegedly. I allegedly. <laughs> so it might not be scripted. Some people out there would tell you that this shit's fixed, you know? <laughs> like you're saying the same thing two different ways. Victory sip. Victory <laughs> sip. Sip. Um, that or I feel like what would make more sense is that betting would have to probably close down when the – because you said – I don't know if you – the Don't uh, put words in my mouth. <laughs> I'm going to. Oh, I'm gonna. Um, no, the uh, the wrestlers won't be informed until a few hours before the actual event starts, right? So mm-hmm. I assume that as soon as word gets out to the insiders, that's when things probably lock down. That's when betting stops because at that point, that's when you're probably at highest risk of having insider trading uh, and and gaming the system of sorts. Yeah, I, I I would think you would be able to take a different approach because this is scripted. Because you know, obviously live sporting events and things like that. It's like, yeah, very up, get your stuff in right before, you know, everything starts with this. It, it would have to be like when they determine when they're going to inform the wrestlers is yeah. probably when they should close the window. That's so there should I'm be thinking, like, a, yeah. yeah, you should be like, Hey, this is when we're going to let everybody know what's up. So this is when you're going to stop. So there can't be any sort of, and right. you're also going to have to have some sort of regulation on the performers themselves. So they don't leak shit. You know, yeah, obviously exactly. they're, absolutely. See, like right now, it's like, whatever, there's no reason, there's no incentive to do it because whatever, they're paid. But if you could fucking check the score, like the, the, God damn it, the odds or whatever, it's going to be like yeah. the rankings. That's not it. I was like, what's the word? The money making stuff. If you check it and you're like, oh my God, the odds on this are insane. What's the spread on this? Yeah. Right. How's that also good? Is that going to affect the creative people as well? 
because they know. Absolutely. Well, like we were talking, they know. there was the Undertaker, I think, was the one who went on like that insane run where he won, I think, I don't know what it was like 15 or 20 uh, uh, Royal Rumbles in the or not. Mm-hmm. Was the other one WrestleManias in a row or something like that? I don't know. So I don't know. And I don't care. Um, yeah. He I won mean, nationals. He won, on some, he, he, won, <laughs> he won the championship match. He won yeah. nationals. Um, yeah, no, I, I like he he won an insane amount of of record uh, t- titles in a row, and so would they be able to do that again, or would they be able? Would they would they have to switch it up so that people weren't? Or is that a way for more money to exchange hands? Because if you've got someone who's won ten in a row, oh, this year's the year they get upset. You know, the anyone betting on the underdog, look out. You know, which is another wrestler, <laughs> the underdog. It is underdog. Um, it's hard to. Yeah, I don't know. I figured it out, though. This is mm-hmm. where you remember how you were saying how all stories should be created with D- with dice. This is where it is. All WWE storylines now need to be created with the roll of a dice. 20 sided die. Roll way. it. It's the only way to keep this fair now. I agree. Yeah, I feel like this could uh, honestly, I feel like it could taint the sport. You know, it could taint it all the way through. Yeah. And the this is such a pure and honest, you know, athletic competition that I would hate to see it get ruined by a bunch of greedy grabbers, a bunch of a bunch of gambling fools. You know what I mean? I I just think gambling's hit a fever pitch in this in this country, and I don't quite understand why we need one more thing. And this is look, I'm I'm not a huge. I enjoy gambling every once in a while. I'm not a huge. I don't do any of the online. What do you bet on? Kings and I usually I like to play blackjack if I go to a casino, like okay. blackjack or slots. You know, I, I keep it very simple. I'm not. I don't do craps. I don't do you know uh, uh, poker. I, I typically don't sit down. I'll play poker like at a part. Like if we're hanging out, I'll play poker. I get way too nervous if I'm sitting at a table in a casino. So roulette, craps, poker, like I, I'm not on that. I just give me a blackjack table and maybe some slots and that's it. I'll play the lottery every once in a while. But you know, again, I'm not a huge gambler because I've got better things I can do with my money because mm-hmm. rather than lose it. Um, like put in RSUs or maybe some options, you, you know, know, I know all about Roth, these things, you know, you got 401ks, Roth Even 401ks. Roths, I yeah, mean, absolutely. you got it all, you know, you yeah. got it all, baby. But between DraftKings and MGM and, uh, you know, uh, Jesus Christ, there's, there's, I don't know, there's, there's 10 other. FanDuel. FanDuel, exactly. Like, there's just, it's an insane, an absolutely fucking insane amount of places that you can bet now and what you can bet on. I just, do we need one more thing? I just feel like gambling's hitting kind of a fever pitch here. And I just, maybe I don't get it. Maybe it's just not my thing. I feel like we're really stretching for things to bet on, though. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think, um, yeah, it's it's one of those things where I'm just like, I mean, Dr. Apocalypse goes, you know, I think betting on something that is scripted should be illegal. It does not make sense. You know, I, yeah. I'm kind of, I'm kind of with you there. I mean, I could see this on a very, f- on paper, it sounds like fun, right? But I feel like there's just so many ways that this could be abused. Right. And yeah. that's the problem because because this opens up the idea too, of like what other scripted stuff? Like imagine Game of Thrones when Absolutely. that was at its peak. I mean, House of Dragons is still out there, but you know the idea of like who's going to survive through the season? Place your bets. You know what I mean? Right. Like place your shit out there. But that's another situation too, where 
That was an entire production team of people that worked on that. Absolutely. That would know the outcome. And, you know, do you make them ineligible to bet on that stuff? How? How do you do that? I don't know. Like, is is there some sort of verified thing that you have to go through to be like, you promise you're not on the production team? You know? No, I'm not a gaffer. I don't don't do that. Not on that movie. Nope. 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 Didn't do it. You know? So, I don't know. I think it's... It could be fun, but I also just I, I'm with Doctor Apocalypse on this. I don't see the point yeah. in something that's scripted. It, I think there's something I don't gamble either. Um, so, but I feel like like I played fantasy football for a season, and that was stressful sure. as fuck. Watching the games and being like, "Oh my god, my guy! I hope he scores points." You know, just it was it was right. it was. It was very stressful for me, uh, but to, to be like, you know, there's something about that where I know someone's trying really hard to do something that is allegedly not scripted and, you know, they're just trying to do this thing. And it's exciting because you don't know how it's going to go because you've got these these things, these people or whatever. You're, you want to see this outcome that's happening in real time. But with something that's scripted, it just feels cheap. It feels right. like someone has decided this outcome and you're trying to guess it. You know, right. That's like trying to guess the end of a movie. Right. And it just doesn't feel. You're trying to guess fate. Almost. Yeah. You're like, ah, how would they do this? What may, yeah. you know, and there's different ways to go about it. It just doesn't feel as exciting. Now, again, if I was super into WWE and I didn't mind gambling or whatever, and I was like, you know what? It would be fun. You know, yeah. after this, what if it was like Marvel? Right. And they were like, hey, you know, Infinity War just happened. All right. Bet on who you think is going to you know, make it in Endgame. Who's going to be there? What's going to happen? Right. Can you bet on outcomes? You know, right. can you put your fan theory out there and see if it can make it through the ring? Or if it does, do you that would be interesting if you tried to guess, you know, you s- submitted your theory. Right. You don't have options. You submit it. OK. Yeah. yeah. And you call it in that sort of way. So right. that way there's not That's like a selection of stuff. Like you're, kind of. Yeah, I mean, like where you're submitting something that has very improbable odds of actually winning. And if yeah. you hit it, you know. Yeah, I, that would be interesting if it was like a, a I would prefer a dude I called it kind of approach <laughs> where you have to enter in the field what you think is going to happen. And if it happens the way that you called it, then you win. You got to call it. You can't it can't be multiple choice. Yeah. It's got to be fill it's in the blank. Dicky. D.I.C.I. Yeah. Dude, I called it. Yeah. Dude, I called it, it's, and I think that's way more interesting. We're going to go to the Dickey model of gambling on the WWE. Dude, I called right. it. Yeah, submit your thoughts, and then if you win, you get $10 and a, and a free scratcher at Duncan. Because maybe because maybe you also, like with this, you have to determine the way in which they win, not just who's going to win. Ah, are they disqualified? Is it a pin? Is maybe it it's like you get partial. Right. You get like, oh yeah, I called this guy was gonna win. Okay, that's easy. How did he do it? Right. Oh, How is he, he gonna do it? The cheese grater out and shredded this guy's face. I did not yeah. call that. Did it's like not see that coming. The movie The Cabin, if you're familiar with that, where have you seen that movie? I have Cabin in the Woods. Sorry. Oh, that, you haven't yeah. seen Cabin. Okay, sorry. That's the you said thing. The Cabin. I'm like, I don't know that movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Dr. Apocalypse goes, bro, turn Boston. You're goddamn right he did. Yeah, you know? right. that happens on this show sometimes. It does. The best accents you've ever heard come out on this show. Um, yeah, I think that would be, I would be down for that. If you're like, this is what happens. Uh, mankind uh, drops down from the ceiling. 
on uh, a bungee cord, rips right. it at the last second, lands on the shoulders of the Undertaker, breaking him down to his knee. He rolls off, grabs a chair, smashes it across his face, and then pulls him over onto his back and does a chokehold pin. It's like, cool. If you hit all those points, Who had bonus, it? bonus, 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 bonus. Yeah. Right? It's like, hey, I got mankind winning. Cool. Well, you get, you know, 25% of that, you sure. know, of what yeah. you're going to say. But well, you get, man. It's just like the lottery. Like, did you get the Powerball? Did you get one yeah. number and the Powerball? Two numbers right. and the power? Like how? Right. Yeah. It's exactly like that. Yeah. You line all that stuff up. Pretty. Now that's cool. Right. Yeah. That's a cool way. It's 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 like you say, it's kind of like the NCA March Madness bracket. Right. If you can guess all the outcomes and things right. like that, that's pretty wild. It's pretty all exciting. Three you know? fucking games. Yeah. Right. So now if you can do that with I, that would be kind of cool to do with a show or with a, you know, a dude, I called it. I think that would be that would be the way to go, because right. if you WWE, can call that out there. There. What's we that? Figured out, I said, WWE, we fixed it. Done. We figured out how you can roll this out successfully. Tell Ernst and Young to call us. We'll sit down with their people and we'll figure this out for you. We got your yep. back because your script yes. is not fake. That's right. All you need is a dicky, and right. you'll be good to go. That's right. That's right. That's right. I like that we figured. I like that we we brought it up as a topic, but we ended up solving it. I just yeah, to our preferences, to our way of life. Yeah. You know? And that's what matters at the end of the day is how we view things. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what else to say other than, uh, you know, I do know. But do you know, do you know, listener, do you know viewer? what 0.7 seconds of a DC theme song represents? It represents the beginning of a Marvel themed game. That's right. That's right, gang. It's time for everyone's favorite Guess in 10 Marvel Edition. This is a game where Justin and I... I feel like there needed to be something there. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Justin and I have Marvel characters on cards or on phones. And we will challenge each other to guess to guess what is on these cards. They, the person gets up to 10, get 10, I'm sorry, I always get this wrong, 10 questions, 10 yes or no questions uh, to basically kind of get clues and then they uh, try to guess, two guesses to guess who's on the uh, on the end here. You can go for a bonus question if you want to get uh, some extra help, but we'll start with buzzwords to get them started and we'll see who will come out the other end of this victorious. Dr. Apocalypse says, do you guys know what the Voynich Journal is? You know what? Let's take a look. Voynich Journal. It's an illustrated codex handwritten in an unknown script referred to as the Voyniches. The vellum on which it is written has been carbon dated to the early 15th century. Okay. Now we know. The knowledge has There's been a, dropped. I mean, it goes on and on and on here, but uh, we might have to revisit what this is because there's a possibility that this has a lot of uh, mind gapness to it. Possibly. It's crazy weird. Yeah. That sounds like our kind of topic. It Doc does. Doc Apoc, I like that. All right, Justin, would you like to guess first or would you like me to guess first? I, usually I say I'm going to guess first. I'm going to give you honors this time. I'm going to let you guess all right. here, all right? I will guess first. Switch it up. 
Here we go. Okay. Your buzzwords. Genius. Inventor. Hmm. We definitely need some background music for this. We need to find some we sort do. of bad music that uh, that works. Right. Where's Harris Heller when uh, we need him? Right, Harris, help me up, bud. Um, so, genius inventor. Um, well, uh, is this a man? No, it's not a man. All right, I'm just going to streambeats.com to see if I can. Let's not do that. Just to be safe. Let's not? It's for streaming. Yeah, yeah let's just not, just to be safe. Fine. <laughs> um, is this person from Wakanda? Yes. Is this person the sister of the Black Panther? I mean, you could have guessed it in two, but yes. Is it Shuri? Yes. <laughs> you did it. Doug, <laughs> well done. Thank you. Well done. All right, Justin well Lurston. Uh, do you want to? Do you want to go for your bonus question? These always scare the shit out of me. I know, which is why they're you, so fucking I just scary. Say no, and let it leave it for the tiebreaker. But I'm gonna say me. no. All right, I'm gonna say no. All right, all right, Justin. Your buzzwords are military protector. Military protector. Okay, is this person a hero? Yes. Is this person male? Yes. Is this person uh, also an inventor? No. <clears throat> Is this person, does this person have a shield? No. Ooh. Does this person have a mustache? The first time we meet him? I'll I'll say no because it's more than a mustache. <laughs> more than a mustache. <laughs> I threw myself more off than a mustache. Question. Damn it! Uh, military. Wait, what was it again? Military. Military protector. Military protector. Ooh, shit. Okay, I fucked myself with that last question. I got cocky and I thought I knew who it was. Um, Uh, does this person have superpowers? No. And this person is not an inventor, you said, right? Correct. Is, yeah, is not an inventor. Uh, military protector. Military protector. Military. Does this person have an eye patch? Yes. Okay. Is this person Nick Fury? Yes. <laughs> I got worried for you there. I, I know. I got, I got in the weeds. I got in the weeds. <laughs> Dr. Apocalypse really wants ours to be Tony Stark. I know. I, was, I mean, I want one for, I want it to be Tony Stark for you. Dr. I love the first one. Cause I was thinking Tony Stark, the first one too. And I was like, yeah. uh, you know, that's good. That's 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 so when you said mustache, who are you thinking? Uh, uh, General Ross. Okay, Thunderbolt yeah. Ross. Okay, Thunderbolt gotcha. Ross, yeah. Okay, but because I was like, hey, was he a protector? But I don't. Was he? I don't know. You know. So yeah. Do you want to go for the bonus question, Justin? I do not very much. I no. He nope. says no, no, no. I'm All right. Saving it. Okay. Here we saving go. It. Is <gasps> Shield part of the military? That's a great question, Doctor Apocalypse. Um, 
I don't know. Is the CIA part of the military? But didn't Nick Fury do time in the military before S.H.I.E.L.D., though? I thought that was established. Maybe not. Maybe I misunderstanding. I don't know. Question. That's a great question. If you if you had gotten the like bonus question for him, the third uh, buzzword was shield. <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, that would that would have been a big yeah. help, you know. So I would say I don't think it, shield is part of the military. It's more of like national defense, so to speak. It's yeah. espionage. So what does it stand for Doug? Strategic Homeland Intelligence uh, Enforcement and Logistics Division. All right, there you go. It's a division then. Yeah, division of the government. It's not a branch. All right, it's a division. Cool. All right, your buzzwords. Your buzzwords are fighter and destroyer. Is this a man? Yes. Is this part of the Guardians of the Galaxy? Yes. Does this person take everything literally and cannot understand uh, figures of speech? Yes. Is this Drax the Destroyer? Yes, it is. I feel like destroyer should have been the third buzzword. Well, the third buzzword was guardian. Okay. Which might not have been, I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, that. It's interesting that they had him listed as earth. Here's the thing is I think there's backstory for him that maybe isn't translated into the movies. The MCU. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yes. Cool. I love how Doctor Apocalypse goes. How do you know that off the tip of your tongue? Yeah, right. I know. Because I just I just recently been rewatching MCU, so that's why. That's all right, Justin. All right. You ready? Oh wait, do you want your clue or your question? Here's the thing. I already know the answer to that one. So you had that. You had that one already. Where I need to tell Jill to dig deeper into this deck. I just pulled him out at random and give him to her. I don't check yeah. him beforehand. All right. All right. And that, because I did the bonus question on that one, I'm like, that one fucking sucks. Yep. You oh, know? I would never have gotten that one. Which That's why when you say, is he from question? Earth? Yeah. I was like, that makes way more sense. Yeah. I was like, I think there's some backstory there where, you know, yeah. So. All right. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Justin Lurston. Here we go. Buzzwords. Strong music. Strong music. Interesting fucking buzzwords. Strong music. Okay. Strong. I need to oh, real quick. I need to minimize the chat just in case. Um, strong. Doctor Apocalypse is he's into this. Okay. Trying to figure this out. Uh, all right. Is this a man? No. Is this person, I don't feel like there's a lot of female villains. Is this person a hero? Yes. Um, is this person from Earth? Yes. Is this person part of the MCU? No. Oh, boy. All right. We've just... We've decreased my potential for guessing this by about 35%. Um, okay, strong and music. <clears throat> Is this person associated with the X-Men? No. Is 
Search your brain, Strandy Balls. Search your brain. All right. Is this... God damn it. Um, strong in music. That makes no sense to me. Uh, obviously, this person has superpowers, so I'm not going to ask that. Um, strong in music. Uh, is this person fuck, part of the Spider-Man universe? Yes. A female part of the Spider-Man universe, strong in music. Fuck. Is this person... Uh... <sighs> Has this person appeared in any Spider-Man movies? Yes. God. Damn it. <laughs> well, I'm so blanking on who this could be. Strong? Like emotionally strong? Is that meta means? Does it mean physically or emotionally? Oh God. Uh does this oh, fuck. Does this person have superpowers? Yes. Okay, that's what I figured. That was a waste of a question. Um, so you, I love it when you said it before. I was like, hey, look at this guy doing deductive reasoning. I know. You just had I, to make sure, you know? I had to make sure because I'm like, well, maybe it is emotional. I don't know. Uh, is this person, they've been in, oh, who am I not thinking of right now? Okay, well, here's the last two. If they were in the Tom Holland one, that would have been part of the MCU. So we can scratch that out. Were they in the Tobey Maguire version of Spider-Man? No. Okay, so that means they were Andrew Garfield. Okay, so in those two fucking movies. Strong music. Was there a siren in those? Fuck, man. Do I... Wait, then there's no clue. We don't get, like, the the clue or anything, right? Okay, yeah. That's what I thought. Um, okay. Um, last question. Uh, I don't even know what to ask. Um, this person is a hero. Uh, is this person... Does this person have red hair? Nope. Okay. Is it Gwen Stacy? Yes. What? Oh, the fucking Spider-Verse. Someone forgot God. about the Spider-Verse, but still got it. <laughs> when you're like, it's got to be Andrew Garfield. I'm like, technically she's in that movie, but not in the way that she's being portrayed right here. Wow. What the f technically this says ghost spider, but I don't think they ever called her ghost spider. I mean, it's probably I, that's probably like, yeah, she calls herself spider woman, 
in in yeah. in, uh, uh, in you know uh, into, okay. into the Spider Verse. Where does the music come in? Is she is she a musician? She's a musician. I don't remember that. If you watch that, all. she plays drums in a band. Shit. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Pull that up by the skin of my fucking teeth. Okay. I'm very impressed. I was like, this is gonna suck because I also put myself in your shoes. I'm staring at the car and I'm like. Obviously, it's what this is like. If you told me music, music is a tough one. Because that threw me off because I was like, who? Because in my mind, I'm thinking like, okay, does someone in the Eternals or in the Inhumans, you, they, we've got that the leader of the Inhumans who uses his voice. Like, in my mind, I'm like, is there a siren in there? Is there a, what? I, man, that really fucking threw me for a loop. Okay. Wow. All right. Yeah. So we're going on to the, the bonus question. <sighs> I unfortunately know one of them already. You know which is the Drax one. Okay, cool. It's Arthur Douglas. So that's just shitty. That that's correct. I know that one. So, um, I will kick it over to you, and I will give you a bonus. We'll do it this. I don't know if this makes sense or whatever. But anyway, pick one. Pick whatever one you want. You want Nick Fury to go Ghost Spider? We're gonna do Nick Fury because fucking <laughs> Ghost Spider, man. <laughs> Jesus. All right. Hopefully, Ghost Spider's question is, what instrument does she play? And I can say the drums and be done with it. All right. Here we go. All right. <clears throat> this one's an audio Good. daily double. Got a set of timer here. Can you name any three members of S.H.I.E.L.D. in 10 seconds? Go. Uh, Agent Coulson, uh, uh, Nick Fury, and uh, Colby Smulders. You got one more. Nick Fury is already... No. You said any agents of shield. Fuck. Colson. Uh 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 well uh, Black Widow, she's an agent of shield. And yeah, I'll uh, give it to you. Is uh, I'll give it to Hawkeye. You. you got Colby Smolders. I I know who you're talking about. I'm gonna be leaning with you. You said Asia. It was more than ten seconds, but I'll get it. I'm gonna give it to you. I'll give it to you. I don't like those because your brain goes <laughs> it's just like void all net, information. Wide net. Yeah. yeah, it's like Black Widow, Hawkeye, Maria Hill, etc. So you got, you know, yeah. you're on it. I count it. Oh, it's you know? so funny. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I got to do Shuri here. All right, Shuri. Uh, <laughs> this sucks. Uh, what was Shuri's father's name? Oh, um, uh, T'Chaka. I was like, don't fuck Wait. this up. <laughs> there you go. I was like, Akoye. No. Nope. I was like, T'Challa. No, T'Chaka. Nope. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Oh. Angela Bassett. Right. Nope. That was a mom. Yeah. Nope. Got robbed. Um, Here we go. <laughs> All right, Justin. To tie. Oh, come on. Go to on. end in a tie, because yeah. I don't know how we do tiebreakers. Um, hey, we really haven't figured this one out. But. We haven't needed it. Uh, which retired crime fighter gave me her suit and web shooters? And we still don't need the tiebreaker. <laughs> I didn't want to say that before I read it, but. Which retired crime fighter? Spider Woman. Nope. That's I'll give you another guess just valiant, in case. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Tracy Chapman. There we, hey, good guess. It was Janet Van Dyne, the Wasp. Oh, fuck. So close. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Wouldn't have known that one. Oh my uh, god. Wouldn't have known that one. All right. Yeah. Uh 
Good round, Justin. Good Dude, job. That was, uh, that was something else. That was that, that was, was awesome. One. Yeah. That was tough, man. Woo, I, all right, I'm, there you go. I'm sorry you had to endure that. And no, that as soon fun. as I saw the bonus question, I was like, God damn it. <laughs> they God look, damn sometimes, it. Uh, you know, it depends on who's playing. Sometimes you draw the short straw tonight. It was my night. That was all it is. Listen, these cards, they they giveth and they taketh away, man. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Pogos goes, the Wasp has web shooters, right? Right. <laughs> look, man, you and me both, right? I don't know. Maybe pollen extractors, but I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Uh, that's probably true. Because um, this game wouldn't lie. That's for sure. But yeah, who's a god? <laughs> when you said, is Gwen part of the MCU, I was like, I had, to, I had to pause and think. Really, really think. I'm like, technically, no. No. It's a Sony property that is not in the MCU. No, she's not. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> all right uh that was fun thanks for playing justin and great. thank you dr apocalypse uh for playing along and anyone ah. else that was playing along while listening hope you were able to guess them so oh, i hope you enjoyed that enjoyed that bit uh justin what do you got to recommend this week i'm gonna go back to something we recommended uh a while ago and i'm gonna say because it just ended i'm gonna say the last of us i would strongly mm. recommend uh going if you have not watched it i just watched the final episode uh, during dinner tonight, and it was mwah, just wonderful. Were you expecting oh, that? I was not uh, at all. And I, I'm someone who has not played the game, right? So uh, from what I understand from the very brief uh, reading that I've done, that is pretty much how the game ends as well. And so that reignited a 10-year-old debate on whether or not Joel should have yada yada. I'm not going to spoil it for anyone, but... Uh, yeah, man, I did not expect it to end that way. Um, and I'm very curious to see what that means moving forward. So you and I have a lot to talk about off mic. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to recommend our D&D session on Saturday, this coming Saturday, because Justin and the crew are finally getting to the meat and potatoes of our journey. And I'm super excited about it. And you'll learn more about it at some point this year. When I finish recording it, and put it out there. Justin, are you excited? I'm very excited. I'm extraordinarily nervous. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you I, nervous? I mean, you got you you got dressed up. You bought some stuff as your character. You're getting ready for a fancy party with some fancy people. Absolutely. I'm putting on the risk. The heist is on, ladies and gentlemen. The heist is on. I'm nervous because Doug has made it seem like we will need to map out. We will need to be cartographers and map out this entire... Cartographers meet... Uh, architects and map out the entire area that we're going through by ourselves. And I don't know if I'm ready for that lift. I'm know. excited for I'm all the role play that will be happening. Too. I'm excited, but I'm nervous because there's a lot to, there's a lot that's going to happen. So yeah, I'm excited. I mean, last session we created the Beaver King of Tribor. Who knows? And I can get created this time. Only hope what's going to happen this time around. <laughs> so again, this will be a series that will be coming out on this channel. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. it will be coming out. So you're getting the inside scoop little teaser bits now. Justin is lighting himself on fire. I need In shame of his that. defeat, he is lighting himself on fire. <laughs> this will be the last time I'm on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Guessing 10, Marvel Edition. <laughs> uh, I, yeah, no, dude, I'm, uh, I'm thrilled. I'm, like I said, I'm nervous because I've never gone... 
you, I think what threw me off is when the, at the end of the last session, you're like, all right, guys, you've officially, after how many weeks have you done it? Five weeks, six weeks? You're like, all right, the training wheels are off. Tutorial's uh, over. Tutorial's <laughs> over. You've officially graduated. I'm like, wait, what? Not yet. After 10 hours of gameplay, you're finally oh, out of the tutorial and into the meat of the game. Which so. is why I'm nervous. So, no, it, it's yeah. going to be a great time. Yeah, I'm excited. We'll see what happens. And can't wait for everyone else to eventually hear this as well so well i want to you know thank everyone for checking us out if you don't know we do uh someone says doug sounds like jerry from rick and morty <laughs> wow i sound like chris parnell what an honor thank you <laughs> i don't oh my hear gosh. it but i love it i love it i can't i guess i could kind of tell what it is but yeah I, that's cool with it I'm a, i would love that you know rick that was terrible anyway uh <laughs> We live stream on Tuesdays, uh, so you can come and be like the cool person like Dr. Apocalypse is and come hang out with us and chat with us live while we record at youtube.com slash mindgappodcast. I also host a video game stream on Saturdays at 8 p.m. Central. Uh, myself and usually the rest of the Discord crew hang out and play some games. We played a ridiculous game last week called Borrow Trauma. Had a nice little moment that I shared with the world between Seth and I. It was beautiful. It was the way that I hoped it would be. You can check that out on our channel on our shorts playlist check that out Seth's and also insatiable uh quest for he's chasing that dragon non-stop and it just got him he in is, trouble man. he really is it's my favorite thing is he's like hey there's drugs in this garbage can but it says if i take him i'll get in trouble he's like but they're in the garbage and he took him and he got arrested and i tried to help him out and and then dot 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 um but check out the video game stream on fridays at 8 p.m central uh join our discord the link is down in the link below down the link below it's in the description down below Come join the family, be part of everything, talk with us, uh, you know, add to all the cool stuff that we've got in there. We'd love to have you be there. Check out our merch at redbubble.com. Uh, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash mindgappodcast, all that good stuff. If you've enjoyed yourself here, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button if you're on YouTube, and leave us a comment about all this sort of stuff. How do you think you would bet for the WWE? What do you think that should work? Did you guess the characters right and guess in 10? How's your fitness jury going? Let us know. Hit up those comments. Keep the engagement going. We appreciate you. And also, don't forget to follow Justin online as well. On Instagram, you can follow me at Justin underscore Michael, spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And while you're in the online realm, Check us out in all the places that you can find and consume quality podcasts. You can find and consume us there as well. Give us a like, rate, review, subscribe, share. Sharing is the big one. We love it when you share us. And then twoeastdaith.com and twoeastdaith on all social media. And uh, loveandimprovfilm.com and loveandimprovfilm on Instagram. We're not dead. We're still rocking and rolling. And if you're independently wealthy and want to finance a movie... Please hit us up because we'd love your money. We would all love your money. Um, well, I just want to say once again, Justin, thank you. This Douglas, has been great. Thank you so much. This has been wonderful. And Chad, I want to say thank you, especially to you, Dr. Apocalypse, for hanging out with us for the show. And also to Emilio for hanging out with us during the show. Thank you all. And listeners, I want to say a humongous, tremendous thank you for all the years of listening, specifically Katie. And Leonard, thank you both. You're the grest. You're the grest. You are, you are the, the grest. grest. It's unequivocal that you're the grest. And you know it. We know it. Everybody knows it. And we're just going to say it. Cl name it so you can claim it. All right? Gross. And with that, 
Have a dandy fucking week. Mind Gap Podcast.